Three options for minimal and portable podcasting gear. Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 317. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch and improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. You may not need to spend thousands of dollars or whatever your currency is on multiple pieces of audio equipment to get a good sounding podcast. There are now modern solutions that you can use to get great results, have great versatility in your podcasting needs and be able to do all kinds of cool things, but either not have to spend a lot of money or not have to mess with a whole bunch of different pieces of equipment. There are certainly still places for multiple pieces of equipment in certain podcast studios, but I don't think that should be the default anymore. Audio equipment has significantly matured in the last couple of years, and especially since the first time I talked about bare minimum equipment for podcasting, which was way back in episode three when I first talked about it. And back then, I still recommended a microphone and a mixer, although whatever microphone you have might be the ideal bare minimum for you because it's more important to get the message out than to obsess over finding the perfect gear to help you get that message out. Today, the options are both simpler and more versatile. So I have three options to share with you. Basic for solo and voice over IP use, intermediate for multiple people in the same location, and advanced for high versatility and portability. I have links to all of these products that I'm going to mention in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash minimal gear, or you could tap in your podcast app to be able to see the show notes and links right there. Before I get too deep into this, you know that I believe anyone can share a message to change the world and that podcasting is the best way to do that. And so if you believe in that, like I do too, then please support the Messenger's podcast documentary by pre-ordering it so that we can try and get it to number one before it's released. To do that, go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash themessengers. Yeah, just remember, slash the messengers. Well, don't slash the messengers, but do go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash the messengers and pre-order your copy there. Then when you pre-order it, take a screenshot or get some kind of image that is proof of your purchase and email that to me, feedback at theaudacitytopodcast.com, and I'll enter you in a drawing for a free one-year membership to Podcaster Society or one of my courses of your choice. So go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash the messengers to pre-order your copy of this excellent podcast documentary. I really think that you'll love it. And get your friends to pre-order it too. Theaudacitytopodcast.com slash the messengers. First, your basic option for solo and even voice over IP or VoIP. In the simplest form, all you really need to make an audio podcast is a microphone and recorder. You could use the microphone built into your smartphone and use a free recording app or maybe pay as much as a few dollars to get a recording app for your phone that might record in higher quality or give you better features or anything like that. 
And the microphone on a smartphone, especially more recent smartphones, is good enough that you could record an episode, especially with some good microphone technique recording in a low noise, low reverb environment. And by the way, the microphone that's built into that mobile device is probably better than the microphone built into any kind of headset that might come with that mobile device. Even if it's the Apple EarPods, the microphone in the iPhone is better than the microphone in the EarPods. Comparing the two together, the microphone in the iPhone almost sounds like a studio microphone compared to the EarPods microphone. But then compare a studio microphone to the iPhone microphone and you will notice a difference. But will your audience notice a difference? Maybe, maybe not. Will they care about the difference? Probably not, as long as they can hear and understand you. But if you want to be serious about your show, I really recommend you get a dedicated microphone for podcasting. And for starting out, you could probably say it with me, I recommend the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB This microphone didn't exist many years ago when I first got into podcasting and when I was talking about the bare minimums for podcasting. Back then it was you got to get an XLR microphone and a mixer and a recorder. That's the bare minimum or try and interface this with your computer. Now it's so much simpler because this microphone and this is the reason why we recommend this microphone so often. For one thing, it's good quality. That's uh, should be a given for why we recommend it so often. And There are many other reasons beyond that, like it's a USB microphone. It's not the best USB microphone out there. There are USB microphones that are better than this, but maybe cost a lot more. But being a USB microphone, that allows you to connect it directly to your computer or even a mobile device with an appropriate adapter. It also has a built-in 3.5 millimeter headphone jack so you can monitor your own voice going into the microphone. And then if you set your PC's output to the ATR2100 USB, because it does function as a sound card, you'll then hear audio from your computer through the microphone's headphone jack. So you can hear yourself and the audio from your computer with no latency. It does sound good. It's a cardioid microphone, so it picks up less audio from the side, and the cardioid pickup pattern is really what matters more than whether it's a dynamic or condenser microphone. But all of these things are often found in USB microphones. What's really nice about the ATR2100 over many other USB microphones, like the Blue Yeti and the Snowball or other microphones, is that the ATR2100 USB is also an XLR microphone. So if you ever upgrade to professional audio equipment, you don't have to throw away your mic like you would if you're on a USB-only microphone. And although there are similar microphones to the ATR2100 USB, the reason I continue to recommend this one instead of those alternatives, in a majority of cases, is that the ATR2100 USB has a lifetime warranty. So because of that, I still think the ATR2100 USB is the best choice for getting started in podcasting, and even a better choice than some of the other alternatives. However, these other nearly identical alternatives may be more affordable or even the only ones available wherever you are purchasing your own microphone. And I have links to Amazon, and these are localized links. So if you're in the United Kingdom, it goes to amazon.co.uk. And you can check out these options 
for you. It would be the ATR2100 USB is my first recommendation. There's also the AT2005 USB, practically the same microphone, slightly different, but it only has a one-year warranty. There's also the Samsung Q2U, which is less expensive and now comes in a little pack that includes a windscreen and a nice little four-inch riser for those puny little desktop mic stands that you see with the ATR2100 USB and the AT2005 USB. Well, Samsung got smart about it and added, it's about four to five inches of extra height to that, and it's an optional thing that you can add. So it's now this nice little Samsung Q2U pack made for podcasters and home recorders, and it no longer includes those super cheap headphones that you basically have to throw away anyway. But in many other countries, the Samsung Q2U might be more affordable by far than the ATR2100 USB. In America, they're very close in price, close enough that I think the lifetime warranty is worth paying extra for, because that means your microphone could live many years longer than if you purchase a different microphone, you run out of the warranty, and then you have to buy a new microphone in order to replace it. So I have links to these different microphones in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash minimalgear. And then with nothing but this microphone and your computer or a mobile device with a USB adapter connecting the microphone to that mobile device, you can then easily record solo shows. And there are many apps and services such as Ringer or Zencaster or Ecamm Call Recorder for Skype or Pamela on the Windows side of things and many more that will let you record both your own voice and a remote participant through Skype, through their own voice over IP or something similar to that. And they can even do that recording into separate tracks. So if your guest or co-host was too quiet, you can raise their volume without it affecting your volume. It is possible to combine multiple USB microphones on Windows, on Linux, on macOS, especially with Spreaker Studio for Windows and macOS. I really like the features that they've built into that where you can record with that and live stream with that and it supports multiple USB microphones. It doesn't really work though if you're trying to add in Skype or Google Hangouts to that, but it gets you a lot farther than if you try to piece these things together on your own because it can get really complicated to try and combine multiple USB microphones. So When you're thinking of combining multiple microphones, that's really when you should consider further upgrades. So that leads into the intermediate option for multiple people and in the same location. When you need to start mixing multiple participants in your podcast, especially if they're in the same location, that's exactly what a mixer is for. It's for mixing audio. But mixers often come with complications, such as routing and recording. Like, you can't record in a mixer unless you get a really expensive mixer that has recording built into it, and then it's really big, it's probably much bigger, and has more features than you really need. And plus, low-cost mixers mix all the channels together into a single stereo channel. So you can't really take advantage of things like multi-track recording And sometimes your options for rerouting that audio might be quite limited or you need to add other devices in addition to that mixer because the mixer's primary purpose is to mix things, not really to reroute them necessarily, not to record them, not to process them. The mixer usually leaves that kind of stuff to other pieces of equipment. 
So that's why a mixer might not be the best next step, depending on your particular needs. Instead, what I recommend as a minimal intermediate option would be a professional digital audio recorder. I recommend the Zoom H4n Pro, or especially the Zoom H5 and Zoom H6. These devices are actually simple enough that you could record directly into them with their own built-in microphone or included mic capsule in the case of the H5 or H6. You can even use these as a USB microphone connected to your computer or mobile device. Elsie Escobar, co-host of She Podcasts and The Feed, the official Libsyn podcast, does that in her podcasting setup. She uses a Zoom recorder as a USB microphone, and she can also record directly into the Zoom if she wanted to. But where the H4n Pro and especially the H5 and H6 stand out as an intermediate solution is that you can connect multiple XLR microphones, as well as quarter-inch and 3.5-millimeter inputs, so that you can mix and record in multi-track. I did an episode about why and why not to record your podcast in multi-track. I have a link to that in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash minimalgear, or just look at the show notes in your podcast app if it displays it. And the power of multi-track is that you can process one audio track without it affecting others. So if your co-host is too quiet, you can raise their volume and not have to raise yours. Or maybe you need to lower yours and raise theirs. Multitrack can do that. And the H4n Pro and especially the H5 and H6 make it really easy to record in multiple tracks without a computer at all. And plus, these recorders can be powered by batteries or an AC power adapter, so you can have extreme portability and a really small physical footprint to your gear. And you can use inexpensive XLR microphones, or you could use the ATR2100 USB, AT2005 USB, or Samsung Q2U, or you could use high-end professional microphones, like the ElectroVoice RE320 or Heil PR40 or Shure SM7B. These can connect to the Zoom H5, H6, and H4n Pro, and you can record then directly into it and get great high-quality results. And there's a whole lot that these recorders can do, especially the Zoom H6. So I'm thrilled to announce the availability of my new Zoom H6 for Podcasters course. This is designed for the H6, but most of the information is still applicable to the H5 as well because they're very similar. There are some differences, but if you have the H5, you might still benefit from the H6 course. The course teaches all about configuring the H6 for podcasting, choosing the right microphone capsule, like is it the XY capsule or should you use that little ball-shaped mid-side capsule for podcasting? Which one is best? You might be surprised. And the course also shows you how you can accomplish multiple mix-minus outputs without a mixer, all from the Zoom H6. So the Zoom H6 for podcasters course will be available on August 15th, 2017, which at the time of this recording is next week, and it will be $79. But at the release of this recording, the H6 for Podcasters course is now available for public pre-order. So if you pre-order it before its release, you can save $10. And I've got a link to that in the show notes. Look at it in your app or go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash minimalgear so that you can pre-order or order your own copy of the Zoom H6 for Podcasters course. I'm really pleased with how this turned out, and 
I've already received feedback from podcaster society members who have gone through it and have been amazed at things they've learned or at features they didn't know the Zoom H6 had or how they could do things or get the best results from certain things. So check it out. I have the link to the Zoom H6 for podcasters course in the show notes and on the website at the audacity to podcast.com slash minimal gear. So with something like a Zoom H6 or an H5 or an H4 and Pro, it could be that your cables and your microphones, no computer necessary. And that does give you quite a bit of flexibility. And if you learn how to do the mix minus through the Zoom H6 for podcasters course, you could even connect to a computer or a mobile device so that you could do either live streaming or do voice over IP, maybe even multiple voice over IP connections and record that all into the H6. So you get that great stability, you get the reliability, you get the portability, and you get the versatility and extensibility but with the number of connections that you can have. Like the Zoom H6, for example, if you buy an additional optional connector, then you can have up to six XLR microphones going into the Zoom H6, all recorded into their own tracks. It's really incredible what the device can do. I learned some things in the process of making the Zoom H6 for podcasters course. I know you'll learn some things too going through it. So I've got that link in the notes. Whether you get the H5 or the H6, this is something that you can consider for giving you that flexibility for those intermediate needs. No, it's not the absolute cheapest option, but it's a relatively low cost option that can give you some great versatility and, of course, great quality. So that's why I recommend as an intermediate minimal option for podcasting. Next is the advanced option. This gives you high versatility and portability. And you might be thinking, this is where I recommend a mixer? No, not even here. Again, there is a place for a mixer. I'm not saying you have to avoid mixers or anything like that, but I'm also saying we no longer live in a day where you have to get a mixer. So if you want much more versatility in your podcasting setup, but you don't want to compromise your portability like you would if you have to get a mixer, digital recorder, all of this other stuff, then there is a new champion option. It's the Sound Devices Mix Pre 3 and Mix Pre 6 are these new amazing devices. The Mix Pre 3 is $649 and the Mix Pre 6 is $899. And that does sound like a high price, and it is a high price for either of those. But one of these could easily replace a mixer, a multi track digital audio recorder, a multi track USB interface, and a multi channel analog mixer. So, thus, it's about the same value, but the Mix Pre 3 and Mix Pre 6 still pack more features beyond that. And what's really amazing about all of the features that they have is their physical footprint is almost as small as a book sitting on a desk. And I recently got to borrow and record a video review of the Mix Pre 6. So if you haven't seen that yet, it's on my YouTube channel, on my Facebook page, on the website at theaudacitytopodcast.com, and I have a link to it in the show notes. And I think that the Mix Pre 3 and Mix Pre 6 are almost perfect. And with a few tweaks, and tweaks that could be very likely with the firmware update or some extra software, I might be replacing my own Behringer X1832 USB mixer and Behringer MDX4600 compressor limiter gate and Zoom H4n and multiple USB audio interfaces all with a single device, the Mix Pre 6. And it would take up much less space and 
give me new features, new abilities, and be much more portable too, and so much easier to set up and tear down. I'm afraid to move my studio now because it takes so long to disconnect and reconnect everything. I did a time lapse once of showing connecting everything back together the last time I moved things uh, when I did a special on-site podcast for a finale party for our Once Upon a Time podcast. So what makes this better than something like the Zoom H6? Well, the Zoom H6 requires a little bit of hacking to get a mix minus, and I do show how to do that in the Zoom H6 for Podcasters course. But the Mix Pre 3 and Mix Pre 6 make it really easy to get a mix minus. And the Zoom H6 can be only either a recorder or an interface, not both at the same time. So if you wanted to record in multi-track and live stream via USB, you can't do that with the Zoom H6 or the H5 or the H4N Pro. But the Mix Pre 3 and Mix Pre 6 can be both a recorder and an interface simultaneously. So you can connect it to a computer with nothing but a USB cable, and it can handle your voice over IP, your live streaming, and your recording, and your sound effects and other things like that, and then plug your microphones into it. It's incredible what it can do. So for someone like me with multiple pieces of audio gear, multiple power plugs, multiple ground loop isolators in order to solve the problems that having so many different pieces of gear all interconnected together create, and then also the spaghetti of all of these cables and adapters, a single Mix Pre 6 could connect to my microphones and voice over IP devices with ease. And the only thing it can't do that a Zoom recorder can is be a microphone itself, because the Zoom recorders have a microphone that connects to them. The Mix Pre 3 and Mix Pre 6, you have to connect a microphone to it. So if you're looking at a minimal option for podcasting gear, you want something portable that still gives you lots of features, and you want it to be something you can use in the studio, I highly recommend you take a look at the Mix Pre 3 and the Mix Pre 6. Very high quality and amazing design in these things. Watch my video review of it. It's Yeah, it's a long video review, but I tell you about what I like, what I don't like, show some of the cool features that it can do. This thing is amazing, really. And I look forward to when they tweak a couple things that will make it maybe perfect for me and maybe for many other podcasters. I'm a little picky on something. So we'll see if they're able to implement that with maybe a firmware update or a software patch or something like that. But I suggest you take a look at these. Check out my review. And I have the link for that in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash minimal gear. So of these three minimal options, which is right for you, because it's really easy to spend way too much money on features you may never use in your own podcasting setup. My friend and fellow Cincinnati podcaster, Joe Taylor, who hosts On Faith Edge at onfaithsedge.com, had too much equipment for his podcast. And he recently downgraded from a mixer and other gear to a simple Zoom H6. And he loves it. We do a monthly meetup with local Cincinnati podcasters. And more recently, he was just raving about how much he loved that he no longer has all of these complicated things that he's never going to use. It's much simpler for him. So maybe you're in that position. Maybe you want to consider downgrading. Maybe you want to consider upgrading. What is right for your specific needs? I used to hate getting new shoes as a kid, and this is relevant. My mom would make me try a pair on both feet 
and then walk around in those shoes. And then she would have me stand still while she would squash my toes with her thumb as she felt how much room there was to grow into those shoes. Because she didn't want to buy a pair of shoes for me that fit at that moment, but wouldn't fit two months later when the shoes are still great, but my feet have grown. Shopping for podcasting gear is kind of the same as how my mom shopped for my shoes. Consider what you know you truly need right now and add a little margin to account for some growth in your podcasting needs. And that's why I never recommend a USB-only microphone. There's no room to grow with that kind of thing, or it gets extremely complicated if you want to try and grow. If you have a USB-only microphone, you have to replace it when you want to use professional audio equipment like a mixer or digital audio recorder. And these options that I've shared with you may not give you the ultimate flexibility of a high-end mixer with a multi-track interface and recording, but they are great minimums, both in price Although some of them, yes, higher price, but it's still a great minimum compared to all the other options you might have to consider. And especially in size, using the size of a book sitting on your desk versus the size of multiple computers sitting on your desk. And these options give you some room for expansion as well. So if you're in this place where you're thinking about upgrading your podcasting tools or you're trying to decide when should I consider upgrading, what I have right now is doing the job. Should I go ahead and buy a Mix Pre 3 or a Mix Pre 6 right now or should I get the Zoom H6 if right now my ATR2100 USB is doing the job for me? I've done an episode about this previously, episode 232, when to upgrade your podcasting tools. So go back to that episode for some more thoughts on picking the best podcasting gear for future growth and some thoughts and inspiration on whether it's the right time to upgrade right now or how you should think about that for the future. I have that link in the show notes, or you can jump back to episode 232. So for basic needs, I recommend the ATR2100 USB or its alternatives. For an intermediate need, I recommend the Zoom H6 with microphones. And for advanced needs with high versatility and portability, I now recommend the MixPre 3 and the MixPre 6. I have links to these in the notes, links to my reviews, links to the Zoom H6 for podcasters course and more in the notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash minimal gear. I want to thank a couple people who wrote some kind reviews for the Audacity to Podcast and these are some interesting podcasts you might be interested in checking out yourself. First, Madeline Sklar from the United States and host of the Twitter Smarter Podcast. Does that pique your interest right now? Madeline wrote, Daniel J. Lewis shares the best, most helpful advice of starting, hosting, and running your own podcast. I look forward to every episode. He cares about his listeners and is always on the cutting edge of what's new and worth taking notice. Now, are you interested in her podcast? Did you take notice of Twitter Smarter? This is what she says of her podcast. What if you could learn helpful Twitter tips, tricks, and resources that will help you get noticed right now? As a top-ranked social media power influencer, I have a simple goal of teaching people how to, quote, work smarter, not harder, unquote, on Twitter. Each week, I interview amazing movers and shakers in the world of social media and online marketing, like Pat Flynn, Mari Smith, Kim Garst, Mark Schaefer, Michael Stelzner, Peg Fitzpatrick, and leaders at Hootsuite, Infusionsoft, Manage Flitter, Mention, and so many more. I'm asking them one simple question. What are your best Twitter tips? 
In this podcast, you'll get the best Twitter information and resources that you can use right now. Join me on this journey where you'll learn what the pros are doing so you can become Twitter smarter. So if that interests you, then check out her website. It's at MadelineSklar.com. And instead of trying to spell that for you, look at the link in the show notes or search for Twitter Smarter Podcast in your favorite podcast app. And thank you, Madeline, for the kind review. Also, Isa from the United Kingdom and host of the Young, Free, and Coupled podcast wrote, As a fellow podcaster and devout podcast consumer, the audacity to podcast helps me out doubly, if that's a real word. Hey, you know what? If you say it in a nice British accent, I'll go with anything as a real word. Very informative and straight to the point, but also extremely easy to listen to. Keep up the good work, Daniel. You have helped me so much with my podcast, and I will continue to listen when new episodes come out. Thank you very much, Isa, for that kind review. And here's what he says about his podcast, which is available at youngfreeandcoupled.com. Here at Young, Free, and Coupled, we have a very unique outlook on everything. We take in information, apply our realness filter, then converse in the most eloquent way possible to you guys. We have been married nearly 10 years, have four children, whom we homeschool, live in hustling and bustling London, and we love to talk. This podcast is our way of putting our unique views into the world and staying off the beaten track of celebrity news and other fodder out there. That's not to say we don't discuss what everyone else is, just that we extract the hidden lessons and scenarios and talk about the underlying issues they may provide us. So check out the Young, Free, and Coupled podcast at youngfreeandcoupled.com. And thank you for those kind reviews. Now, if you go write a review for the Audacity to Podcast in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever podcast reviews can be written, please make sure you mention the name of your podcast. And what I'd really like to hear is what's something that you have applied in your podcast? What's some kind of success that you've seen? What's something new you've learned? What's an insight you've gained? Something that has made a difference in your own podcasting by listening to the Audacity to Podcast. I'd love to hear that from you in the form of a review. So the links to that are at theaudacitytopodcast.com. I want to remind you one more time that the Zoom H6 for Podcasters course is available. At this time, it's available for pre-order and at a discount. So click on the link in the show notes to purchase and pre-order the Zoom H6 for Podcasters course. It'll be $79 when it's released on August 15th, 2017, but save $10 if you pre-order before then. And if you join Podcaster Society, the Zoom H6 course is included with that, along with several other courses, and that's at no extra charge. So if you've been thinking about the Podcaster Society membership and you see the Zoom H6 course, or maybe just jump over to Podcaster Society because you get access to the Zoom H6 course and a whole lot more. Those links and more are in the notes for this episode, number 317 at minimal gear, and you might see those notes inside of your podcast app. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I hope to see you at Podcast Movement 2017 in Anaheim, California. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitytopodcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.